0: December Twenty first, twenty seventeen. My name is Kellen Conley, and this is Hyphen Nation, the world's greatest podcast. Now, I've had a week, guys. <laughs> I uh, attempted to record with Marcus showing Mad Love Robinson. I attempted to get ahead of the game by doing episode forty five. A week early well the game don't wait because my Skype was acting up the whole time mostly because my routers upstairs and I was downstairs because everybody was asleep we tried to do it I kind of lost Marcus towards the end of the conversation but I thought hey maybe the Skype recorder picked it up it's not a big deal So the first 20 or so minutes is fine and then after that Marcus goes in and out constantly for the rest of the couple hours we were talking. Not including that I lost 30 minutes of the show for some odd reason because my Skype recorder was not picking up anything because I made the mistake of updating it because there was a Skype update and it said it wasn't compatible. So I went through three different kinds of Skype recorders. I'm guessing that the newest one I had, I probably missed it, and I didn't realize it because it was very late. It only lets you record for 15-minute intervals, and then it would say, do you want to keep recording? I must have missed one of those, and then I lost like half an hour. So episode 45 will have to come together another time. Today... I am going to talk to you guys about a very huge event that happened that deserves to be talked about, and that is Episode 8, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. You may recall me saying that uh, I wasn't that excited about Ragnarok or Justice League or Star Wars. Well, I lied. Because I took Leah to Star Wars Day two Saturdays ago and she loved it. She absolutely loved it. It was her first true exposure to Star Wars outside of when Force Awakens came out. And then she she learned who Chewbacca was. and But she was still too young and developed this weird fear of Darth Vader. But I guess we should all truly fear Darth Vader. Never a bad thing, I guess. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah. I'm just going to park it right here. Your boy's mobile right now, but now I'm parking. It was her first true exposure to Star Wars. She loved it. She watched a little bit of Episode 1 and Episode 2 of me. The following day, her getting excited about Star Wars got me excited about Star Wars again. I realized I was actually in town for a big movie premiere because... These things tend to fall on weekends where I'm out of town. Because last time, we had went out of town to see Dad. And it was right after um, Mom, both moms had passed. And uh, and uh, I, mean, I had to wait. And it was killing me. So as soon as we got back into town, I went by myself to like a... 11 o'clock showing of Star Wars in 3D Of uh, Force Awakens To uh, go see it finally And then every time One of the big movies comes out Like I think it was Guardians this year Volume 2 I was out of town And I'm pretty sure The weekend Ragnarok came out I was out of town Because I think I came out Thanksgiving week And then Justice League came out Don't quote me But I was actually in town because Star Wars dropped last Friday. Last Thursday night Friday. So I made plans to go see with Angel on Saturday. Those fell through because we have family and stuff that we need to do. I'm going to take off my coat because I'm sitting here quite toasty in in my vehicle, which I decided to name Stone Cold. Finally, it took me a year to name my vehicle. The previous vehicle was Mary Jane, MJ. The, the Dodge Stratus 2011 Buick Enclave is now known as Stone Cold. And I want to thank Aaliyah for that because Aaliyah always says whenever I open the door to get out of the car seat, she's like, I'm cold. And I say, well, I'm Kellen. And she's like, no, I'm Aaliyah, you're daddy. And then uh, so that's kind of her thing when she's getting in and out of the car. And so she said, I'm cold this morning. And I was thinking, I was cold, cold, cold. <gasps> I can name my car Stone Cold. So I'm sitting here in Stone Cold right now. <laughs> uh, thinking about what I can do for you guys. And I, I, plans fell through to go see it Saturday. So got, went out Sunday on my own to go see it. Um, I went this one solo. I could have hit up Thomas or Gary. Anthony's parents were in because his birthday was last, was on the 16th. His family came in to see him. His parents did one Sunday. I knew they were in town, so I didn't ask him. Even though he may have went, but, you know, I just was like, I'm just going to go solo dolo on this one. So, I saw Last Jedi. I love Last Jedi! Oh my God! Can I just say, I love The Last Jedi. From start to finish, from that opening battle sequence, Poe Dameron is a fucking G, to the very last sequence, <sighs> man, I, I can find no fault in this film. <sighs> I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I, I hate to I hate to just throw this out there it's only been it hadn't even been a week since I've seen it but this may be my second favorite Star Wars Star Wars film I have a soft spot for Jedi though I can't lie if I had to do a top five I'd say before before the uh, uh, last Jedi came out I would say it was Empire then I would say it was Star Wars then I'd say Jedi. Jedi and Star Wars is pretty interchangeable for me. Because Jedi was the first one I saw. I may have mentioned in a previous podcast where I'd had only seen Jedi as a kid. Because that was the one my dad had taped for me. And that's the only Star Wars I knew. And then it wasn't until 95, 96 when they released the original trilogy on uh, on VHS. And we were in Walmart, maybe, and me and my dad, and I was like, Dad, there's two other Star Wars movies. He's like, Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know that. So he actually ended up buying me the trilogy And that was the first time that I it might have been, I don't think it was 97 Because 97 is when they did special editions So i say it was 96, 95 when they released the original trilogy On VHS And so I watched Star Wars And I watched Empire Um, And now I watch Return of the Jedi again and It was an awesome box set It had Darth Vader's face on the side of it It said Star Wars oh, it, was, it was sick bro Sick nasty and I, 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 So Empire Star Wars Jedi Which are kind of interchangeable Fourth I would have said Force Awakens And then fifth I would say what's oh, Revenge of the Sith I have not watched Rogue One I'm a bad Star Wars fan I didn't go see it in the theater last last December. I've not watched it since it's been on Netflix. I'm planning on rectifying that. And I better get to it. Because I don't know how much longer Netflix is going to have Disney properties on it. So I need to get on it before Disney launches their streaming app. Let me turn down my heater. Coming to you live from the Morgantown Mall parking lot, by the way. But man, I loved The Last Jedi. Everybody stepped up the performances. R- Daisy Ridley killed it even more as Rey. Uh, John Boyega stepped it up even more as Finn. and He he actually got to be less of a... Um, I thought for a second that he was going to sacrifice himself. I thought for a second he would. Oh, spoilers, 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 spoilers. If you made it this far... I haven't said anything too crazy. There is spoilers. I'm going to be talking about this for the length of this podcast. So if you've not seen The Last Jedi and you've managed to avoid spoilers, turn this off and don't listen to it until uh, you see it. Okay? Okay, now that we've cleared that. I thought he was going to sacrifice himself. Finn did not sacrifice himself. He actually got to beat Phasma. And he didn't really... <sighs> I may be wrong. Because I watched Force Awakens with Aaliyah the day before I went... Or the morning before I went to go see Last Jedi. I don't remember him facing off with Phasma again. Because I saw something online said that she... They thought she had died before. But I don't think I was really Finn's... At Finn's hand or anything like that. Because I remember Finn getting the shit kicked out of him by Kylo at the end of Force Awakens. And then, obviously, he wakes back up. Because this is only a few minutes after... Force Awakens has ended when The Last Jedi starts and I was really glad to see Finn not be a punching bag Uh, Oscar Isaac was phenomenal as Poe he made some mistakes he cost the resistance a lot of bodies but at the same time man he, he was awesome he's the best starfighter in the galaxy what can you say but then that's also attributed to the fact that uh, that uh, What's-Her-Face, played by Laura Dern, <laughs> that's an official name, by the way, uh, wouldn't tell him her plans. But, of course, he had already sent Finn and Rose on their own little side quest to, to the casino planet or whatever to try to find the master... They call him the Master Code Rigger. And go find him, and then they brought back Benicio del Toro. Like, how do you go to find the master codebreaker? Come back with Benicio del Toro. I told Heather that uh, he did that. He did his uh, role in uh, the Last Jedi for a, a, the price of a Hanukkah commercial, because <laughs> that's the only thing I've seen him in recently. I love Benicio though; he's dope. He he was dope in this film too. Like, who didn't see that freaking heel turn coming? Of course he was going to rat him out. I mean, and they did such a bad time hiding things. Like BB-8 was talking. Uh, it was not BB-8. Uh, Finn was talking directly to Poe, and they're like, "Oh, well, we're doing this," and da 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 And then, of course, he's like, oh, "I'm just gonna make a little money while I'm out of here." And so, it's only natural that he turned. I'm. Not, I. I hope that he comes back for Episode Nine. Uh, Leia, Carrie Fisher, our princess man. She was amazing in this film. And I'm just gonna say, all you, you, you fanboys, about to get it. I'm sorry, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. Paul Herman. I love you. I do. You're a great guy. But if you listen to this episode, you're going to be a little upset with me. (sighs) Leia used the Force for the first time ever. Like, we know that Leia's been able to communicate through the voice. through the voice. I don't think there was any chairs turning around. Through the Force. And we've seen her be Force-sensitive in the films. In the extended universe. I'm sure there was usage of the Force by um, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. By Princess Leia. And... Other mediums, comics, I'm sure Leia's used um, the force. But this is the first time on film we see her use the force. And people's like, oh my god, she was thrown into space. It's freezing and and, uh, she can't breathe. Well, if you look at her freaking hand, you can see it's freezing because it's space. But she immediately, as soon as this happened, she immediately almost put herself in a stasis is the thing. And then she used the force. She her, she was conscious long enough to use the force to bring herself back to the ship. And as soon as Poe opened that door, she fell down exhausted, spent. That may be of the most extensive use of the force she's ever done. She probably didn't even know it was going to work. And people were like, when did Leia get force powers? Blah, blah, blah. That was awesome. That was awesome. Then she burst in on Poe. When uh, he was being, when he did his little mutiny and shit, and blast him right in the chest, and like, yeah, that was my fucking plan, idiot. What the fuck? There's gonna be a lot of cuss in this episode, I'm sorry. Like, like, it was so badass, and I'm so sad that Carrie Fisher is gone, it's almost been two years, on December 27th. It'll be two years that we lost Princess... Or one year since we lost Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. And supposedly she was supposed to be heavily involved in episode nine. And they had to essentially start from scratch when she passed away. So, man. She was awesome. Adam Driver. I wasn't sold on Kylo after Force Awakens. I thought Kylo was... I thought Ben Solo was a little bit of a has-been. <laughs> Pun intended. And I truly thought that I was like, I'm not really impressed with him. Like, going in, I thought, if, it, if anything, we're going to see him come back to the light side of the Force. But either that or something's going to happen where Ray whoops his ass even more. Because here's the thing that, obviously, hyphenation exists in 2015. But here's the thing about Force Awakens that, not that I've forgotten, but something I love And his major part of Ray's character. She whooped his ass. First time with a lightsaber. And this is a dude who's had a, a lightsaber in his hand for, I don't know, let's say he's in his late 20s. He's had a lightsaber in his hand for probably at least 10 to 15 years. And he got his ass whooped. And that's one of the reasons why when he's in front of Snoke and Snoke's like, take that ridiculous mask off. You just got your ass whooped. Mascot, oh. I'm gonna hit a little future for y'all. Uh, but he was great, like the the Force connection uh, that Snoke provided. That wasn't that was something really cool. I can't tell if they're setting up some kind of romantic connection between her and and uh between Rey and Kylo. You kind of sensed it there, but I I don't know if that's something that will be explored at all. Uh, But I definitely felt romantic tension between them As well as your normal tension Because obviously they're on both On two different sides of Just like in The Force Awakens They're on two different sides of a line Uh, Yeah you like that Uh, Man What else What else Well that's it That's hyphenation guys Uh, Luke 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 is back, and let me just say I ran a, I ran what we call the Ferguson Ch- Challenge of Champions, Clash of Champions, in the Yosemite Darrow Facebook group and on par of that Derek Ferguson founded, and each week, kind of similar to the five day that another Facebook group does. And I'm sorry I'm not naming you guys, but actually I can look it up. Because the name is like really Really long and stuff <laughs> uh, But I borrowed the concept From them and I do it for the semi Darrow group And I've been doing it pretty consistently So um, I do this thing called Friday Only Because the the Ferguson Clash of Champions normally is, is Monday through Thursday And then Friday I announce the winner I do this thing called Friday Only Where I'll just have a one day vote For a certain thing And I did the Jedi one. I brought it directly from. It's called Games, Comics, and All Kind of Ill Shit. That's the name of the, the group. That's a long ass title. <laughs> I mean, the, dope, the the group is dope. Don't get me wrong. I love being in that group. But man, that's a long ass title. Uh, I, he did. Uh, Cameron have ran a Jedi five days. So I took that picture and I used it for the Friday only and you, Semi Darrow. And Luke won. I would have had. Obi-Wan actually win personally. Obi-Wan's my favorite Jedi. But every time I watch Return of the Jedi, I'm reminded how freaking badass Luke Skywalker is. I've always been a Skywalker fan. That was my first exposure to Luke. I didn't see the journey as a kid. I saw Luke at the peak of his powers. Overcoming the dark side. Turning his father back to the light side. Being a hero. Force ghost, you know? But then over the years, because he's been gone... I've forgotten how awesome Luke Skywalker is. Something that's really easy to do. So, this film just reaffirmed how badass Luke Skywalker is and why he is some people's favorite Jedi. Some people again, fanboys, people who start petitions saying let's strike this from the from canon and redo episode 8 dumb fucks. Um, probably voted for Trump. Um, did I say that out loud? Some people are like, oh, well, Lu- Luke would never act that way. Luke would never, never cut himself off from the force you say. And Luke would never, Luke would never, uh, uh, try to her- kill Kylo on impulse. And that that's not Luke. That's not the Luke that we know. That's not the Luke that's in my trilogy. Like this is this shit is ridiculous. I'm gonna get to I'm I wanna hold off. I'll give you eight minutes. I'm gonna give you eight minutes and then I will make sure that I get to all you fanboys before I have to wrap before I move on. But Luke was awesome, man. And I'm glad they didn't go the route of of uh Ray getting to I can't remember the name of the island, getting to his island and then being like and then be like, oh, I see you're a Jedi. Let me teach you the ways of the Jedi. Now, Luke fought that shit tooth and nail. Understandably so. He essentially caused the birth of Kylo. Because he sensed that Snoke had already turned uh, Kylo, turned Ben. Whether rightly or wrongly. He had a moment of impulse and he turned on his lightsaber. He put his saber down and then Ben woke up and saw him with the saber over him and reacted. And then he destroyed the Jedi Temple um, and took uh, Luke's students. Whether or not we'll see the Order of Wren, or however you guys are calling it that, uh, um, in Episode 9 or in future films is yet to be seen. But Luke's in a bad place. He, he he's told her straight up, I came here to die. He told Han and Leia that he was going to go find... Uh, the Jedi Temple or whatever. I don't remember. But he, he told her straight I came here to die. He wants the Jedi to end. Because he feels like the Jedi has done. He he was not since the end of. We last saw him. Last of last the Jedi. Since we last saw him. In Return of the Jedi. He feels like he's done no good in the world. That he hasn't made a difference. And thats that hurts. That hurts him, especially after he what he did to Ben, or or what he may have caused to Ben, or failing Ben. He feels like he failed Ben, and he wants no parts. Plus, plus, he sees Ray when he he does start training. He sees Ray go like right to the dark side, which is that weird ass hole that was in at the island that Ray went in to discover where her parents were, and then it reflected back at her. Luke, Luke just he's he's depressed. He feels like this battle can't be won. He tried to win it. He thought peace was restored. And somewhere along the way, which I'm sure we'll learn in the next 15 years of Star Wars films. What happened between Jedi and Force Awakens? Because Jedi, the Empire was destroyed. The Rebel Alliance was going to slowly take control. And the extended universe, of course... uh, they they expanded on it that the Empire wasn't dead, but that it was still a constant battle going on. And now we have the first order, and then we have the resistance, and we have no idea what's happened, except we know that time has passed since return of the Jedi to Force Awakens. Makes total sense. But I can understand his motivation to just end it. He's like, look. All the Jedi's that came before were too stupid, were too blind, to be able to stop my father from killing them off and joining with Palpatine and seeing what was in front of them. Obviously, Obi-Wan realized too late. Uh, he, he tried to help Anakin constantly. If you watch sat through Episode 2, which I have it in full, and then if you watch Episode 3, you see the struggle that Anakin and Obi-Wan go through. Obi-Wan could have ended it. He could have. He left Vader to die in Episode 3. And then he was saved and put into uh, the Darth Vader body, obviously. Vader would have died, and then who knows. But obviously, things had already turned against our heroes by Episode 3. So for him to have came so close to to bringing peace to the galaxy... And then ultimately failing in his quest to continue the Jedi tradition. It makes perfect sense for Luke Skywalker to not want any parts of this. But ultimately, he helps Rey with those first two lessons. His last lesson, I mean he had, he told her his the actual truth after Kylo said that he was going to try to kill him and that's what made him turn. And so Kylo was twisting words around. But then Yoda showed up and Yoda used force lightning. Well, not even force lightning. Yoda called down lightning because there was a storm brewing already and burned down the Jedi temple and then told Luke that uh, a mentor and a master's great, a teacher's greatest motivation is failure. Because once you fail, you want to, you, you should use that as motivation to learn from your mistakes and then go from there. And Luke didn't do that. May have been one of the reasons that, uh, one of the things he would have learned if he had stayed on Dagobah. Also, mentioning Dagobah, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm glad that this was not a remake of Empire. That's how I thought we were going to get, because The Force Awakens is very much a new hope. Last Jedi is nothing like Empire, and I love it. I love it. I'm sure there's people out there crying that, Last Jedi is not like Empire. This isn't. This isn't my trilogy. I don't understand anything. I don't get it. Ooh, shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Two minutes. <laughs> Yoda gives him words of wisdom, and then he shows up on that last planet. I'm sorry. I'm just doing this all on the fly. No, no, no Googling today. Shows up on the salt planet. Badass as hell, comes in the back door, gives Leia the dice, kisses her on the forehead. They have a nice touching moment, their last moment ever on screen. That might be the part that I that in future viewings I get choked up on. I cried three times during Force Awakens. I teared up during the opening swell of music because it's the greatest cinematic opening of all time. That Star Wars music and then the scroll. There's nothing like it in cinema. It will never be recreated. Then he goes out to face the entire... Well, not the entire... A portion of the First Order on his own. He stands through the blast. He takes Kylo one-on-one. And he allows himself to be struck down. We realize it's a force projection. Another new thing that we never saw. And then Luke quietly dies. While while, while having a vision of the twin... Sat- the twin... The twin sons of Tatooine. Tatooine. I can never say that word. Tattooing. Tattooing. I'm going with that. And then he passes away. And then the rebels escape out the back. Ray does some awesome Force shit. And it's twelve o'clock. Which means I'ma go in. I love the last Jedi. So I kept seeing before I saw it, the Rotten Tomatoes audience scores like in the fifties. Critics scores giving it like high nineties. The the the, the audience isn't pleased, though. These fanboys are ridiculous. I'm, I've seen... like, Paul Herman, for example. Went to go see it opening night. Came back, he said he hated it. Now, in subsequent viewings, he does like it a little bit more. I'm not trashing you, Paul. I promise I'm not. I promise. But you may feel insulted. I apologize in advance. But look. This... Franchise, who thought in our lifetimes we'd ever see new Star Wars movies? Who in our lifetime thought, who really thought that they would build upon the original legacy? Nobody thought that. Absolutely no one. And then Disney buys Star Wars, they announce new movies, they bring back original cast, and then we get episode 7. And as far as I know, everybody loved Force Awakens. I still enjoy Force Awakens even though it's a remake of A New Hope. But this one, everybody hates it. They absolutely hate it. This isn't my trilogy. This wasn't made for me. (laughs) Like, what do you mean it wasn't made for you? They're They're finishing off stories of people that you grew up with that you went to theaters to see in 77, in 80, in 83. Are you really trying to tell me that this isn't for you because they killed off Luke? Luke, would, Luke was, oh, because Han died in the first one in Force Awakens? Kylo had to kill Han. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, as much as I love all kinds of comic books and Spider-Man and Batman and all this stuff... The fact that they're building upon it and they didn't recast everybody and say, Hey guys, let's strike out the EU and tell, tell new stories about your favorite characters. Y'all probably would like that, wouldn't you? You don't want to see Luke and Leia and, and Han on screen again, do you? Like, I don't get this bullshit. Let, let's start a petition and have Disney strike it from canon because we hate it so much. They shit all over my childhood. What in the world do you mean? Just like ooh. And it, like they I don't understand like this whole movie was they were chasing each other and they could barely stay ahead. Like it was explained in the movie, yo, that the shields were up, they had enough reserves to stay in front of them. And the and the first order's plan was we're not gonna blitz them. We're just gonna constantly fire on them. We got all his ammunition. We're just gonna wear them down. If they jump in the hyperspeed again, they'll be out of gas, and we'll have them. They had them. There was no other plan of attack. There was no reason. I don't. I think the middle drag because they went to the casino planet. I don't like the casino. That was stupid. Why would they send Finn and Rose? Who else were they gonna send? Poe Pen, Pen, po can't go. You think if uh. Poe just disappeared for a while. I mean, uh, the general lady, the the who replaced uh Leia, would be like, oh well, Poe's missing. Oh well, I'm not gonna look for him, even though he just got demoted by Leia before she went on her little spacewalk. No! Finn and Rose had to go. It was such a stupid plan. They had no other choice. They were trapped. They were trapped. Luke wouldn't act that way. Like, Luke would never turn his back on the Force. Why is Yoda's Force Ghost there and not Obi-Wan? I don't know. Maybe, um... Uh his name's escaping. Maybe the guy who played Obi-Wan didn't want to do the movie. Maybe they were, like... You know what? It'd be easier just bring back Yoda. Yoda was Luke's master. Yes, Obi-Wan started, but Yoda was Luke's master. It makes sense. Plus, you get Yoda. Y'all got Yoda in a Star Wars film for the first time since 2005. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Seriously? Yoda called down Lightning. He's a Sith. I don't like this. I don't like this either. Oh, how how come Luke couldn't do this? and? Luke said he he closed himself off from the Force. Rey made this mention. She couldn't see him. He closed himself off from the Force. That's why Leia couldn't talk to him. That's why they know where the fuck he was. How come Yoda didn't visit him before? You know how many years took place between Jedi and freaking Last Jedi that we don't know about? Damn! What else? What else are you mad about? I don't like that Ray. That Ray's parents were nobodies. I wanted her to be Luke's daughter or something. And okay, so you want Luke and and you want Ray and Kylo to be attracted to each other, you know, the brother and sister. I know we've been there before, ladies and gentlemen, in Empire, and in uh, Star Wars. But they didn't know. They didn't even mention that they were brother and sister until Return of the Jedi. And they never followed up on the fact that Luke and Leia kissed. It was like, and Leia only did it to piss off Han. Because obviously they had their own little um, Sam and Diane shit going on. In fact, they were pre- they predated Sam and Diane. So they had their own little will they or won't they? And then Han was being a jerk after they uh, Luke got out of recovery. And then she's like, oh, well, you think you're so great? Mm, I just kissed Luke. What about it? And then Luke had that stupid smile on his face, cause Luke ain't know no better. He ain't know that was his sister. So you want Ray and Ray and Kylo to be brother and sister? You want Ray to be I don't know Jabba's uh, human kid? I don't know what the fuck you want Ray to be. The fact that Ray is they that Ray developed from nobody and is this awesome super force possibly the most powerful Jedi alive. Next to Kylo, that's not cool enough for you. That's not good enough. Why does this girl get all this shit? I don't understand. Why were we on a casino planet like that little boy used the force? I want answers. Oh, and how about this? They killed Snoke. I wanted Snoke's backstory. I want to know so much more about Snoke. Why don't y'all get that? We're going to get more. Episode 9 will explain more of the past stuff. I'm sure there will be a time jump. It only makes logical sense considering how close a Force awak- the Force Awakens and The Last Jedi are to each other. only makes sense that they advance time a little bit in order to explain Leia's sudden death and uh, the fact that uh, Rey has to um, c- continue training as a Jedi now she has the Jedi text, which I don't know if you caught that. She did take the Jedi text before she took off to go help everybody. Uh, so Yoda knew he wasn't burning the Jedi text and Kylo has to get his shit in order now that he's the leader. And then they suffered a um, what well, was a major feat, but now he let the uh, resistance escape um, when they had him cornered multiple times all through the movie. It doesn't matter what Ray's lineage is. It doesn't matter what Snoke's backstory story is. How can Leia use the force she should have frozen space? I should have brought water. Yes, yeah, she should have frozen space if she was normal. She's force sensitive She's the sister and the daughter of one of the greatest Jedi ever And then she does this awesome amazing thing to save her life She could have bit it right there. They could have said well Leia dies. I mean Carrie Fisher died Let's go ahead and write her off right here and we'll redo all her parts in the movie. But she was so vital to the script and it was already done that they said, no, nah, no, nah, we're gonna keep it that way. Ryan Johnson did a hell of a job directing this movie. And then all y'all have done is cried and bitched. You know what? Y'all could have not gotten shit, to be completely honest. Y'all could just have your extended universe, your comic books, your dark horses, your uh, Timothy Zahn novels, uh, your uh, the cartoons and shit, and y'all could just be living in the past. But you're getting new material. You're getting brand new material. Star Wars, never seen before, original stories that feature the characters we all grew up with, and they're expanding the universe so they can go on forward. You think Kylo's done in Episode Nine? You think Ray's gonna die or Finn's gonna die? Hell no. They can lock them in for si- have them locked in for six movies. We could be sitting here talking about this for another 10 years. But no. Y'all just want to cry. I don't understand. I'm I'm so pissed off of all this bullshit. You all deserve. You deserve every bit of this venom though. Because this is stupid. It wasn't made for me. I. 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 How was it not? Was the star did, did the stars go to war? Yes. Was there a bad side? Was there an empire type fig- figure Yes, there was a first order. Was there was there a re- rebel alliance? Yeah, there's a resistance. Was there a badass Jedi? Yeah, there was three of those. Including Luke Skywalker, who some call the greatest Jedi ever. He's a legend in these films. Was Han Solo in it? No, because he passed away in the first one. He got killed by Kylo. Makes logical sense. Was Leia in it? Yeah, and she had a pretty big fucking role. And unfortunately, life took her away from us to take her out of episode nine. Was Chewbacca and C-3PO? And yes! They were all in it. Plus, you got BB-8, who was replaced R2, and it did tons of cool shit in this movie. Tons of cool shit. But that wasn't good enough. None of it was. So I'm just going. I hate to say it, but y'all can go fuck yourselves. Each and every one of y'all who crying, who's still crying, not anybody who's seen the, seen the movie and has made amends with it, like Paul Herman. And Paul, I, I really again apologize if it feels like I'm coming for you, bro. They, ki- they killed my They killed my childhood. Like, seriously. If you really feel that way, just leave it alone. Keep it to the original trilogy. Keep it to the original six. If freaking Phantom Menace didn't kill your childhood or Attack of the Clones, which everybody says is the worst Star Wars movie of all time, didn't fucking kill your childhood, leave it the fuck alone. God bunch of babies, man, like, now, I do apologize, because I got so angry, but this really had been eating me up for days to see the reaction to this film, because it's one thing, it's like, I don't like it, fine, you don't like it. A lot of people didn't like Thor The Dark World. Did you see anybody petitioning to have Thor 2 redone? A lot of people didn't like the Ghostbusters remake. That's why they're not making a sequel. Did you see anybody say, let's strike you from canon? No, because you have Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2. Some people don't even think Ghostbusters 2 is a good film. And they don't even count that one. Hell, Star Trek has had three films now. And Trekkies aren't happy with that. All the way. I've heard complaints about Star War or Star Trek. Was there any petitions. To have Paramount. Whoever owns that shit now. To, to strike those from canon. No. Be grateful. And if you don't want to be grateful. Fine. But all this Venom. Is ridiculous. It's just a movie. Luke, Leia, and Han still save the galaxy at the end of Return of the Jedi. This is merely building upon what has come before. So be grateful, man. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But y'all need to calm the fuck down. I, that's the part I don't get the most—just the anger, the outrage. I am, I am outraged. I don't like this. I'm gonna go vote for Donald, and then I'm gonna petition to strike episode eight from canon. Fuck y'all, man. With all that said, with all that said, I again, I loved *The Last Jedi*. Talked to a couple friends of mine. I talked to BG. BG loved it. Thomas said it was a he enjoyed it. He had some issues, but not on the extreme level of all you dudes who I just spoke to for the last, I don't know, 20 minutes going off on y'all. I wanna I wanna send a big shout out. Not even big shout-out. I wanna send um what is it? Oh! I wanted to talk more about things I loved about the movie. None of that. I gave y'all... Got all of that off my chest. Uh... I love the visuals. I thought they might be some of the best visuals in the entire series. I think it's one thing we could all agree upon is... The visuals were amazing. From the island Luke was on... To the scenes on the salt planet to the, to the star, the star Wars, (laughs) seeing those take place. I found myself getting lost in the visuals because they were so good. The casino planet, the amount of time spent on the actual, uh, visuals of the film you, you it paid off it paid off all the Star Wars movies are visually gorgeous but this one is especially gorgeous like I could pick 10 shots in this film that I would want to have as a desktop as my desktop picture and stuff or even just a post on Instagram because they're so gorgeous Um, I I really, I really can't say much more than what I've said. Go see The Last Jedi, man. If you don't like it, fine. But it's a hell of a film. It is amazing. Amazing. And I feel like it's going to, its going through all this flack right now. Where people are like, as I've said, crying. Ruin my childhood. But eventually it's going to be one of those films where people are like, Oh my God, Last Jedi was so good. And I'll just be like, I told y'all Last Jedi was good. Damn. Some people are making light of... Mark Hamill's comments before the movie that this wasn't his version of Luke Skywalker saying, oh, Luke didn't even like it. Mark Hamill didn't like it. Ah." But then they missed the update where someone asked Luke about it. Luke asked Mark Hamill about his comments after filming was done and after he saw the movie and he said he was wrong and that... He actually went on record as saying things had to be different because it would have been the same story if he had just jumped up and immediately wanted to train the young Padawan. Yada yada yada. Then, of course, you have that alt-right group that's claimed responsibility for taking the Rotten Tomatoes score. I'm not even getting into that bullshit. <laughs> But pulling it all the way back to the happy part of this episode. I have not had that much fun in a movie theater since Avengers. I'm pretty sure. Not true, Creed. Creed was pretty fucking fun. I love Creed. So, those are the last two times that I was really like, wow. And I love Guardians 1, but now... I had a great time at Guardians 1, but that also could have been the company and seeing everything that took place and it being such a pleasant surprise. Same with Ant-Man. The Last Jedi experience is what going to the movie theater is all about. You go there, the trailers got you there, the trailers got you there, or the story or the characters, because they're well-known properties... And... You sit down in your seat. You got your popcorn. You sit through all the trailers. You watch the Infinity War trailer. Which is beautiful. Beautiful on a big screen. So excited for Inf- Infinity War. So excited for... Black Panther in February. And you sit down to this uh, movie that you think is going to... Based on what you knew... Because I'm not one to be digging deep on Star Wars stuff. Based on what I knew, I expected Last Jedi to be Empire Strikes Back. Just like Force Awakens was a new hope. Ryan Johnson and the whole cast and crew gave us something entirely different. And we're all better for it. It was not your granddaddy's Star Wars story and that's what makes The Last Jedi phenomenal I can't I can't continue this though without sending a shout out not even a shout out why am I trying to shout everybody out (laughs) without mentioning Snoke and Rey and Kylo in the Red Room, if that's what it was called. And the Imperial, the Red Guard. That battle that took place between them. I didn't see Snoke or Kylo turning on Snoke. That was a big surprise. I love that. And then seeing them join forces to take down the rest of the Guard. And them just being... And, Honestly, that has to be one of the best lightsaber sequences in Star Wars film history as well. It's got to be right up there with Return of the Jedi and Episode 1 and Obi Wan versus Anakin. And Obi Wan versus Anakin wasn't that great only because Anakin was so filled with rage. Like, obviously, we knew the story, we knew Obi Wan wasn't losing. We didn't expect him to win so... Um, what's the word? We didn't expect him to win with such finality, so to speak. God, I love Last Jedi. And I mi- I totally missed that Kylo wasn't going to the light side. I, I thought she got to- through to him. He was going to have a tearful reunion with his mother. And then, and then they, they completely fooled me When I was like, oh, he, he wants the power for himself Duh, I feel like a big dummy And that's another reason why I enjoyed it so much Because Some people kind of saw things coming And They're like, oh, that was predictable I, I figured this out But I, I was pleasantly surprised At every turn in that movie I love that Ray came from nothing and isn't tied to someone else's lineage. Of course, who knows if Kylo's telling the truth? We shall see. This gentleman is driving around several times in our parking lot. It's throwing me off. Sorry. <laughs> He's now parked away from me. I, I'll see, let's see if he goes for a fourth time. Let's see. I don't know. Not to get off track. Thomas asked me an interesting question, though. He was like, it bothered him that Ray was so powerful with the Force without any real training other than what Luke showed her, and that was barely anything. How was she this strong with the Force when... It took Luke years to master. And it took Anakin years to master. And Obi-Wan and everyone else. What's so special about Ray? And I didn't have an answer for him. My initial answer was. I feel like she's older. And that's why she's able to tap into it. But then from what a quick Google search wielded. It said something about. She's only like 19, 20 years old. Which is right around the age I, I would have put Luke early on in the original trilogy how is she able to do all this stuff it's a different time the force is changing and I I think that's something that these films are seeking to do so the, another reason that everybody was so mad is because they're like, oh, well, this isn't my the extended universe is gone and they wrote 30 years worth of stories and Disney just wiped them out and it's so sad. The extended universe is still there for you to enjoy. If that's your Star Wars universe, that's your Star Wars universe. But the force is changing. It's different. You expect how the. I can't even put it put into words, like the outrage. Like, I wish I came up to say this. I was able to tell Thomas this uh, last night, but the rules are different. Rules are meant to be broken, as Joe Budden said on his podcast I was listening to the other day. Like,. I get that you have this nostalgic feel for what the Force means and who can do what with the Force, and these are the guidelines, but by going outside the guidelines, you're able to tell new and different stories, and that's what they're trying to do in the Star Wars universe. If everything stayed exactly the same from Star Wars to Star Wars Holiday Special to (laughs) Empire to... Turn of the Jedi, to Phantom Menace, to... Y'all are still mad about midichlorians, man. Is it midichlor- midichlorians or midichlorians? You're still mad about that. People are like, oh, I'm glad that Luke didn't mention mid- midichlorians. I'm sure you are. Because y'all were pissed that midichlorians were a thing. Y'all are stupid. I swear. <laughs> God, I probably lost all my listeners with this episode because I just could not help myself. That petition has 60-some thousand signees. Remove this from canon, just like you did our extended universe. Don't do this to us. What did they do? They they gave you a new Star Wars movie, and that's not good enough. How is that not good enough? just blows my mind but with all that said please 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 go see the last jedi if i want to know your thoughts and opinions get at your boy let me know let me know in the comments on youtube let me know on my instagram let me know on twitter like hey hey kellen fuck you back buddy I didn't like that movie, and I don't care what you said. Okay? Cool. Then we got different opinions. It, it, it's just a movie, though, at the end of the day. It's just a movie. You think I like sitting through Amazing Spider-Man 2? Amazing Spider-Man 2 was trash. Hell, Amazing Spider-Man 1 was trash. And everybody's like, oh, I thought it was good. Well, not everybody, but some people were like, oh, I thought it was good. What's wrong with it? I'm like, other than him nailing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield's way too cool to be Peter Parker. And the story was lame. I mean, the, the lizard is a difficult sell coming out of the box anyway for Spider-Man franchise. Like, if he had been able to have been used in later original Raimi Spider-Man it would have worked because the characters are already established. But then you're trying to tie Osborne and, and Oscorp in and with Peter's parents and his origin. And there's just so it was just too much going on and too much liberties taken. There wasn't that kind of liberties taken here. I don't understand why Lord Dern didn't tell Poe. She didn't tell Poe because he's a hothead. It was a need-to-know basis. He got demoted. That was Leia's last act was to demote him. Before she fell into her coma. Thomas mentioned something about why couldn't Luke fly there for the final confrontation? The X-Wing had been buried in water for years. And he's like, well, why couldn't he just use the Force to make the X-Wing work? That's not how the Force... (laughs) See, look, I'm doing it too now. Because it's like, "Oh, that's not how the Force works. Force is an electrician. Why couldn't he use the Force to fly to that planet? I get it, but it was so much more awesome. Because I didn't realize Luke wasn't there until he struck him down. Again, I'm slow. So... It threw me off. Please go see The Last Jedi and let me know what you think. I actually jumped Thomas's case when he came in and asked him if he saw if he had saw Last Jedi, and he was like, he's like, Yeah, I saw it, I enjoyed it. And I was like, Oh, did you did you think this? Because I immediately thought he said he had some criticisms. So I immediately thought he was gonna start saying all the shit that. I just ran it about. All his criticisms were fair. It is a movie. That I think a lot of people will enjoy. Upon a second viewing. I loved it the first one. I immediately got it. Even though I'm slow in uptake. When it comes to some of the stuff happening in the movie. Three snaps up. but y'all gotta give a piece of chance man it's the holiday season (laughs) y'all out there ready to fight hell I was ready to fight earlier too so I really can't say nothing y'all making me look bad and that is the hyphenation official take on Star Wars The Last Jedi I give it 10 out of 10 hyphens Go see that movie. That's all I really got to say about that. So if you're into the world's greatest podcast like you should be, especially after all this that I gave you, including my first ever rant, probably my last one, too. I, I went to a really dark place. Again, I apologize. If you're still with me, rocking with me, I apologize that I went to that place, but I was just angry, man. People feel so entitled and shit. Ten years ago we didn't there wasn't gonna be other Star Wars movies. Come on. You can find Hyphenation on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Find, Find the show, rate it, review it. Subscribe. You'll never miss an episode that way. And then share with your friends. The more you rate and review the show, the more the iTunes algorithm picks it up and pushes it to the top of the iTunes charts. So everyone, boys and girls of all ages, can have 44 episodes of FIRE! Yeah. Or be selfish like I was with Drake in 2010. 2011. Don't tell your friends, but it'll get popular anyway because there's no stopping the world's greatest podcast. Now, for all you dudes and dudettes in the know who use Androids, go to Google Play Music and you can get all 44 episodes. Right there at your disposal. Google Play Music, the podcast section, search hyphenation. Ta-da! And Google Music actually updates a little quicker than iTunes. So you probably get the episodes a little bit sooner than iTunes. There you go. You can find hyphenation also on Stitcher or Mixcloud at mixcloud.com slash hyphen, the hyphen podcast group page. Speaking of hyphen podcast group, you can also find the latest episodes of hyphenation on wordpress.com. You can find it right there. And if you want to go to my website, it's wordpress.com. All 44 episodes are available for you there, including this one that you just finished listening to. You can email the show at b-gmail.com b-hyphen at, B-H-Y-P-H-E-N at me on Twitter, b-hyphen Message me on Facebook, Hyphen Universe, that's the official page of Kellen Conley and of Hyphen Nation and all that. You can also, uh, you can like the page there and then you can go over to the Hyphen Podcast Group page and like that. And if you really like the Hyphen Podcast Group, go on over to Twitter and you can follow that page as well. And you'll never miss an episode as long as it's getting posted. Find Hyphenation on Pocket Cast, on the TuneIn app, anywhere podcasts are sold. Just Google Hyphenation Podcast, and more than likely you'll have it. It's exciting news. And if you're into RSS feeds, feeds.feedburner.com slash Hyphenation2016. That's when the show started. That's still the RSS feed. Put that into your favorite podcast, listen to Vice, and you got 44 episodes of fire right there. Guys, I I love Star Wars. I really do. You can tell I'm passionate about Star Wars. Star Wars awakened the force within me. It awakened the force within me that I thought was tired of going to the movies. But sure enough, sure enough, that's not a word, sure enough, when The Last Jedi came back and thanks to Star Wars Day, and thanks to Leah's interest, and thanks to watching Force Awakens again, I was ready to have my butt in that theater opening weekend, and I got to do it. The Last Jedi is dope. If you take nothing else from this episode, The Last Jedi is dope. Okay? Peace? We good? Good. So, my wife brought me lunch, Because she's a wonderful wife. Thank you, Angel. I'm going to go inside and eat this. Y'all, call your loved ones. Call your friends. Hug your loved ones. Let your friends know you care. Write a letter. Write an email. Send a telegram. Do they still have telegrams? Like, could I walk into somewhere and say, I want to send a telegram? And they're like, yeah, sure. That's interesting. Go out and put some positivity in the world. Fuck that negativity. Do what you got to do to live your best life. And pay it forward. Go see The Last Jedi. Remember, it's only a movie. And we are blessed... Be getting new Star Wars stories in 2017. Because there were going to be no Star Wars new Star Wars stories as of 10 years ago in 2007. I can't remember when Disney bought it. I was going to say five years. But Disney could have had it by then. Because considering Force Awakens came out in 15. Yada, yada, yada. I'm Kellen Conley. This is Hyphenation, the world's greatest podcast. And until next time when I'm screaming and ran again. Probably not. I'm really sorry if I lost all my listeners. If not, thanks for riding with it, brother. Thanks, y'all.